switched on on FM 104 and the launch of Ireland's first satellite into orbit, Ursat 1, happened on the 1st of December. We're joined by testing and operations, Aaron Empey. Hello. Hi, Louise. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. This is very exciting, but it's something that's been going on much longer of a time for you guys. So it started in March 2017. But how did it all begin? That's right. So, yeah, the project's been six years in the making now. Um, so it started off with uh, a call a call out from the European Space Agency, their um, education uh, academy called, um, there was a program called FYS or Fly Your Satellite. Mm-hmm. And so basically it's a, um, a program which is, which is with the European Space Agency that allows university teams to um, build their own satellite and use the guidance and the expertise of experts from the European Space Agency, as well as their test facilities to basically they, you know, they they build, they bring us through the process of designing, building, testing, and eventually, as we had on, on fr- last Friday, launching your own satellite. So it started off with a, with a call for proposals and uh, a couple of members of the team that are still part of the team here put in a proposal and um, yeah, the rest is history. What was the proposal at the start or how has it been kind of changed over those last few years? So, I mean, there's been lots of um, technical changes to, to the satellite because, you know, we started off um, we started off with basically no experience in Ireland on how to design and build your own satellite. So the team went in with a, with a detailed proposal with, um, you know, with a certain structure. So the, the structure that we have on the satellite now and with different details of the experiments that are on board mm-hmm. and basically yeah it, the, the idea was we want to run these experiments and this is the kind of shape of the satellite that we want and this is how it's roughly going to operate and then acor- across the six years because again through the help of the European Space Agency and the experts that they have there um, we were able to modify and test these different components that we wanted to to, to have and obviously build them as well and just through different tests, we were able to refine our design and make sure that it was the satellite was strong and healthy enough and to be able to to survive a rocket launch and to survive in space. So that's that's essentially how it went. So tell us, how did it go on the 1st of December? Did it go as planned? Yes, it did. Excellent. It was actually, we were, yeah, long story <laughs> short, it did. And we were all thrilled. So... Uh, it launched from California, uh, from the Vandenberg uh, space or the rock uh, launching site in, in California, and uh, it went up with a with a SpaceX rocket, um, a Falcon Nine, and yeah, it it deployed into space at around an hour and a half after the the launch, and then you know a few hours later uh, it turned on and uh, we were able to see that. The satellite was healthy and the antennas deployed first time and that it, everything was working just as we wanted to. And we were everyone here in the team was just so proud and so happy that everything had gone just really, really, really well. I can imagine because I'd say waiting for that moment to see that it had actually worked and it was there and was in position must have been tense, but also yeah. quite exciting. Oh, I can tell you, it was very tense here watching the the, yeah. the launch as well because you know uh, rockets can have problems themselves, and then once it was in space, uh, I mean that was fantastic for us to say that our sat- our little satellite had finally been into space was just amazing. But then after that, we were all very anxious to get the first signal and mm-hmm. 
and to check that everything was healthy and everything worked. And thankfully, um, it was. And and Airsat was Airsat one was operating perfectly. So now that it's up there, what are we looking for with it, or what's it testing for? Yeah, so I suppose there's there's two sides to it. So as I kind of mentioned previously, um, we had never done this in Ireland before. So this is the first Irish satellite from that was being designed, built, and put into space by Ireland. And so one side of what we're looking at is, or one side of it was training, uh, you know, a workforce mm-hmm. and a team that that can do this. So one set of the data that we're looking at from the satellite is just the health of the satellite. So you know how its battery is doing, the the temperatures on board how it's transmitting data and just making sure that everything's healthy and that the satellite's, you know, working. So that's, I suppose, one side of it. But then the other side of it is the science experiment, the science side of it. So we have three, we have three experiments uh, on board AirSat. Um, uh, so I can go through them. So one of them, the first one, the main primary one is called um, the gamma ray module or GMOD for short. And so what this is doing is, it's detecting the most, uh, some of the most violent and energetic bursts of radiation that we we can see in outer space, called gamma rays. Mm-hmm. And gamma rays are caused by uh, some of the supermassive stars uh, dying or supermassive stars colliding into each other, and they rem- and they emit this burst of energy. And so we're looking. We have a little detector on board. It's uh, called GMOD, like I said, and this is going to be detecting these bursts of radiation. Uh, and trying to basically um, record how bright they were and how long they last. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the experiments uh, on board. The second one is called EMOD or the NBIO module. And if you if you look at if you if you saw a picture of Airsat one or you looked you looked it up online, what you'll see is uh, on the top of the satellite is like a almost like a small checker a checkers board, mm-hmm. uh, two black squares and two white squares. And what these are are they're thermal coupons. So there's a company uh, in Cork called NBio Limited, and they make these um, special thermal coatings. So basically, a kind of paint that uh, you can put onto satellites or onto uh, spacecraft in general that protect the inside of the 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 spacecraft from radiation in mm-hmm. space or from the harsh environment that outer space is. And so these these thermal coatings have special properties for, you know, reflecting radiation or absorbing it or dissipating it. And so what our second experiment, EMON, is doing is taking these little coupons, these these four squares and just testing how this um, this thermal coating, this paint works in space Um, for future missions. These these uh, these these two colors, solar black and solar white are what they're called. They've they're being commissioned for other uh, space missions in the future so we'll be getting a test to see how they how they react in space it's, um it's very cool to be included as a country as well as well as for you guys that for these things that have never been done before exactly yeah yeah no it's like i said there's so many different parts of the project to be excited about and, yeah. and uh yeah it's just it's just incredible that it's all gone so well and and that it, it's looking good looking good for the next for the next future anyway. I was saying to you because it is so interesting, but when I was looking up all about it, I kind of went down a rabbit hole because there's so much to learn and it's just fascinating kind of what's out there yeah. and what we've well, I have no idea about. Yeah, you know exactly. That I mean, this is one of the things that drew me into uh into studying astrophysics and and studying and going into studying space was because 
just like you said, there's so much out there that we, you know, we don't know. And there's so mm -hmm. much possibility for discovery and for, you know, advancing our own knowledge. And that's one of the things I love most about it. Yeah. And Earth at One is, is doing that. How, um, how long is it? Sorry, Go ahead. The, 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 sorry, there's one other experiment as well. Uh, which was the WBC, the wave-based control. And essentially what that is, it's a software experiment. So it's um, software that the team wrote here in UCD. And it's um, it's basically a new way of telling the satellite how to orientate itself in space. Okay. Um, because the, the direction that the satellite points in is very important for several reasons. You know, For example, we have solar panels on board and you need to know to be able to point to the sun to get power. And we need to point our antennas towards Earth if we want to, to communicate with it. So it's a new way of, of, of controlling how the satellite uh, controls itself. How long is it going to last in space for? Do we know? So we don't have a fixed number at the moment, but what we're, our, our estimates are at around three, three and a half years. And the reason why we're not so sure is because the satellite itself doesn't have any thrusters or any uh, rockets essentially on it. And so... The, the lifetime of the satellite is purely dependent on how long it takes to fall back into Earth. So the satellite's currently orbiting around Earth at a certain altitude. And then over time, this altitude will slowly start to decrease and the satellite will start to spiral into Earth, essentially. And the end of the satellite's lifetime will be once it enters Earth's atmosphere and completely burns up. So from, like I said, so from our current calculations, we think it's going to be in around three and a half to four years, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, between three and four years anyway. But uh, like I said, that's a, only a rough number f at, at, for now. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of information as well. It's collecting because it passes over Dublin. Is it twice a day? Uh, well, so we have around between six and seven times a day where we can communicate with it. Oh, cool. So it passes over. It does one full rotation of Earth roughly every 90 minutes okay. um, across the day. But uh, we can only communicate with it once it's above the horizon and below the horizon uh, with respect to, to Dublin, yeah. with, respect, with respect to our ground station here uh, in Dublin, or with our, we have also have a ground station in Kerry, so whichever one is best suited. Um, but yeah, so there'll be, there's lots of information and, you know, it logs, the satellite itself logs this information very regularly. And so um, we'll have, we'll have lots to look at for sure. Excellent. Is there anywhere we can keep up to date with how it's getting on? Uh, yes. So um, we're active on social media. So we have a, a, an Instagram account. Um, I believe there is a, an X or a Twitter account as well for Airsat One. And as well, if you go, if you look online, if you just search Airsat One, we have our own website and there'll be links there to um, more information about the, the satellite itself. But also hopefully in the future, we're aiming to have a little bit of a, like a mini dash, uh, kind of a dashboard, which might show like the 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 latest updates of the of the satellite and show how it's doing and maybe even some of the data but Excellent. we're currently working on that Amazing. um but yeah and also we'll you know we're we're open to anyone who wishes to contact us you know ask questions or or anything like that we're you know we're we're happy to we're happy to share Amazing. I cannot wait to see what comes from it. Aaron MP testing and operations with Airsat One. Thank you very much for chatting to us. Thanks Louise.